Thank you for listening to this edition of the Christian Car Guy podcast. It's brought to you by Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road. Mr. Quick Pick is the opportunity for you to start your own roadside assistance business. If you have more investment energy than investment capital, stop working for someone else. Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road is the opportunity to have your own home-based business, working directly with auto clubs and leveraging a national brand and marketing strategy. Mr. Quick Pick helps people who have run out of gas, lock their keys in their car, or need a jump start. An A-plus rated company with a Better Business Bureau and the three-time winner of the Member's Choice Award for customer service. This could be the chance you've been looking for to serve others at the point of crisis and even share your walk with Christ. So whether you're looking for a business opportunity or in need of emergency roadside assistance, choose Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road. MrQuickPick.com. Now sit back and enjoy this podcast of the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. You've lost that driving feeling. Oh, that driving feeling. Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action and now. Nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. Negotiations Bible style. Bible style. Negotiations Bible style. See the USA in your Chevrolet. America is asking you to call. Here come the Dutch boys. Those good guys are back. With a look in their eye. They mean business this time. Today on the Christian Car Guy Show, we have some Christian Car Guy 101 and, yes, an update. How's Robbie doing on his promise <laughs> to not be on his cell phone while driving for the next month? I'm going to give you an update on that and something I learned. But, you know, about 10 years ago, I did my first show ever, and I was terrified. I, I had no idea what to say on the radio. I just knew there were some questions, and I was hoping I would get some phone calls that people would call in and ask questions because I really didn't have any real content. So I just started the show by asking these questions have you ever wondered when the best time to buy a car is or whether you should take the reader rate or rebate and i gave out the phone number and praise god a lot of people called in that day so (laughs) we didn't have any dead air but those questions still apply and those questions are still out there and we have all kinds of lines open and since i'm by myself today i just thought i'd open it up for maybe that question you always wanted to ask me and just never had a chance or the Lines were never open when you called, so today's a great day to do it. 866-348-7884. Yeah, when is the best time to buy a car? Or when's the worst time of year to sell a car? When, when's the time of year you should never try to sell a car? When's the best time to sell it? Should I take my car to the dealer for service? Or should I take it to an independent? You know, all those questions that are out there that you've always wondered Hey, I may not know the answer, but maybe another listener will. Or we can all learn from your comments. Maybe you have something to share or even better. I always love testimonies where you saw God show up this week in your driving, however that looked. 
888-788-4866-34. Truth for the digitally gifted. And, of course, I am going to share some Christian Car Guy 101 today. To begin with, uh, we've got some stuff on the Jesus Labor Love. That's the car repair for single moms, widows, families in crisis ministry. That's part of the Jesus Labor Love. There's some really interesting stuff that just happened this morning I think we can all learn from including from that particular application that I got on the Jesus Labor Love, I saw a, a basic fundamental in negotiation Bible style. You hear that little thing we did a few years ago on negotiation Bible style? Well, there's a lot of interesting things that we can learn about negotiations from the Bible, and there's a fundamental that kind of came through in an application to the Jesus Labor Love. We're going to get to that in a minute. We're also going to talk about why do I play that nip it in the bud thing every show? Or you, you hear it quite often. And it, too, can be gleaned from the very same Jesus Labor Love application. You can kind of see the nip it in the bud thing showing up there. And then, um, you know, we, we teach on this show about car debt and fundamentals of Christian stewardship. And there really is a new fundamental that God's been teaching me over the last year here um, in Christian stewardship, and, and it's through a verse, I think, that you're really going to enjoy this. This verse has just kind of been, I don't know, saturating me over the last year or so, and the more I study it, it's just, it's just it, gets, it gets to me. So we're going to be sharing that. And then, yes, I promised an update on <laughs> Robbie's struggle with cell phone usage while driving because, you know, last week we did this show on breaking bad habits or breaking bad patterns and uh, Bill Mixon shared that, you know, we should add a new habit in, to replace, you know, because it's pretty hard to break something without putting something new in place. And so we were talking about cell phone usage. And so the idea was that we could replace the habit of using our cell phone by putting our cell phone on airplane mode before we even get in the car. So I'm going to share an update on that. And kind of what I learned through that is really kind of a fascinating week along those lines. And then if I have time at the end of the show, I'm hoping you guys will call a lot and with a lot of questions. So we would love to deal with that. I would love to hear your testimonies, 866-348-7884. But if we have time at the end of the show, I want to share what I call my Shrek dream, you know, in the movie Shrek. <laughs> Shrek announced to his donkey companion, you know, ogres have layers, kind of like onions. Well, this dream that I feel the Lord gave me had a number of layers that I experienced over the last couple of weeks. And I want to share that at the end of the show in our appraisal by the real black book. That's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding. And again, we want to tell you that all this stuff is at the G at the Christian car guy website, christiancarguy.com. There you will find all about the Jesus labor, love car repair for single moms, widows, families in crisis, the very applications um, that we will be talking about this morning will be there. And, of course, an opportunity to donate to the Jesus Labor Love if you feel so led. Um, it, there's some interesting stuff there on the Jesus Labor Love and opportunities for you to join the prayer team or even the uh, team that, that reaches out to places that try to get, get us help to repair cars and that kind of thing. Then, of course, in our whole article on this Christian Car Guy 101, if you're not able to listen to the whole show today, of course, there's always the podcast you can come back and listen to later. But I, I posted an article on all this fundamentals on the Christian Car Guy 101, and so all that's there at ChristianCarGuy.com, as well as 
Actually, the Shrek Dream is written out completely. It's it's a fairly long article, but may be worth your time. And then also, I wanted to point out at, at ChristianCarGuy.com, we have a Christian Car Sales Registry, which, by the way, is I'm I'm hoping more Christian salespeople out there will register so that you'll know where to find Christian salespeople out there, just like we have the Jesus Labor Love places, you know, Christians that are in the business that are donating to the Jesus Labor Love. If you're in Louisville, Kentucky, or you're in, in Charlotte this morning, you can click on the Jesus Labor Love page and see the people that contribute there, you know, the, uh, the repair shops, if they're giving their labor to single moms and widows, probably a pretty good place to trust with your own car. And then, of course, as always, we have the whole Christian Car Guy Theater um, set up there at ChristianCarGuy.com. If I've never talked about that before at length like I should, let me take this opportunity to say that if you go to ChristianCarGuy.com, you'll see um, a whole menu item that's Christian Car Guy Theater. All those episodes are there. You can listen to all of them. You can even see all the players in Christian Car Guy Theater, all that information if you've never listened or heard it before. You know, once a month we do sort of like Adventures in the Odyssey a radio drama that has to do with a young man by the name of Jimmy and his Jeep and all the car parts that are inside and it's animated and it's a lot of fun. And that's Christian Car Guy Theater. So, wow, I have all these lines open. I know somebody out there has to wonder, you know, when is the best time of year to buy a car? When, what should I take it, with these interest things? Or is that a good deal? 866 seven eight eight four eight six six three four truth so to get into this first fundamental i want to talk about the fundamental of just wow you know god provided through this ministry and i'm so excited to be part of it the jesus labor love which is the car repair for single moms and widows and we often find ourselves in in all sorts of interesting needs that a lot of times honestly we're not able to meet and so this one need that I met with this morning when I came in just illustrated so many of the fundamentals I wanted to talk about this minute, this morning anyway. So I'll just start out by saying here's the request that I got this morning from this family. It's not a single mom or widow. It's just a family in crisis. And the, and the request said this, my reverse is in my car is out. I think I need a transmission. Now that's all that it said. And then it listed the kind of car which happened to be a Jeep Grand Cherokee. There was no explanation of why they needed help or anything else. It was just plain and simple. That's all it said was they needed that. Well, my question is, if you're, you know, this is a fundamental of negotiation. That when you go in and you ask for a discount or you want the person's best price or there's some reason that you need to get to a lower payment, do you share the story behind the need? And the the reason I say this is a fundamental is that you know, Jesus himself used stories. The power of story is phenomenal. You know, he used stories they call parables. I want to tell you a story about some people that came in one time and they told me that when they came in that God had told them that I was going to give them a van. At the, at the end of the period of time that we worked through this, believe it or not, I did, God did give them a van. It did happen to be through me and I'll explain that story. When we come back on the Christian Car Guy Show, but we need your call. 
Negotiations Bible style. Bible style. Negotiations Bible style. Bible style. Negotiations Bible style. I love that little bit we did. And we are talking about that very subject right this minute. Negotiations Bible style. And I was sharing a story of the Jesus labor love application I got this morning about the family that needed the transmission. They didn't in this particular example, give me any idea why or what was going on. And so all I have is the need. And and I was pointing out that this is a fundamental in negotiations, Bible style, in my opinion, that the, the power of story is, is a actually a biblical theme that the Bible itself is God's story. And, and we see the power of that, the way Jesus told parables and brings people into it. But I was sharing a story right before the break, which, by the way, we would love your story at 866-348-7884. But I was sharing a story about back when I was the uh, Chrysler dealer in Moxville, North Carolina. This was maybe 15 years ago. But uh, anyway, this family came in and they told me that that God had told them that I was supposed to give them a van. <laughs> well, you know, that I wasn't made of money then, even though we had the, the dealership at the time. And I was wondering, well, I wonder where God was going to get the money to give you this van. And I was, and then they went on to tell me this story about, you know, how the, they had this horrible accident and they become disabled and, and now they needed the van in order to meet the new disability they had and all these things that were going on. And I could see the need was huge. And if there was any way in the world I could give them a van, I certainly now they had my full attention because they looked absolutely legitimate. Everything I could see was a legitimate need. And the power of their story now put me in a position of not just being a car salesman, but by seeing, being somebody who, who wanted to help see what God could do to rescue them out of the situation they were in. And uh, they had great faith because they believed what they said, that God was going to you know, give them a van through me. <laughs> and uh, I, I listened intently and all that, and I just thought, I, Lord, where, where are we going from here? And for whatever reason, I gave them a list of two or three different places that I know did grants and stuff for people that had huge needs, and one of which at the time was Duke Power. Now, I don't know if they still do it, but they did it back then. And these people took that right over to Duke Power, and within a day, they were back in my office with a check from Duke Power to buy a van. <laughs> the power of story, I'm telling you. And 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 the interesting thing was God was right. I, he, they did get a van through me. I didn't happen to pay for it, but I saw the whole thing because the the power of their story was legitimate. Now, getting back to my application this morning, okay? So, you know, the Jesus Labor Love Car Repair for Single Moms and Widows. When I got that re- request this morning, I recognized the name. And I wondered if we'd seen this family before and what might be the story behind this. And so I went back into my older applications and I found one from not long ago. And here's the same family. And here was their request before. I need my transmission fluid changed. I had to use the very little paycheck I got from work and pawn something to make my car payment because I only had 25 hours of work in the last two weeks. I suffer from fibromyalgia, and I'm 17 weeks pregnant. 
My husband was a stay-at-home dad to our almost three-year-old daughter, but now he's going back to work, and I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom because of my health problems. I can't physically work anymore, and I need my car to get back and forth to the doctor appointment because I'm high risk. Please help us. Now, (laughs) this is just a heartbreaker for me because I see this request. It was just simply to service the transmission. And then I went back to, we have a log that shows where this went, and I can see where our volunteers went out and tried to help them. But at the time, we only had the Jesus Labor Levels free car repair labor, but we wouldn't pay for the parts. And they didn't even have the money to pay for the transmission fluid or the filter. And so the need went undone. And so now here we sit sometime later, and we need a whole transmission, which illustrates what Barney Fife said many, many, many times, you got to nip these things in the bud. It's a heartbreaker because, you know, I, I just think back to, wow, maybe I should have gotten on the air back then and, and, and realized that we weren't meeting this need. In fact, I know we should have and, and, and gotten these people some fluid and a, and a filter because now, you know, we're looking at a huge repair and, you know, obviously way further along in the pregnancy and, and, and the need, of course, I haven't talked to him yet this morning, but I can see that the need went from small to huge, which illustrates all these things, in my opinion, from that I would call fundamentals in Christian Car Guy 101. You know, number one, the power of story. That when you hear the need, I need a transmission, that's all you need. That's, you don't think much about it. But when you realize the story that, wow, <laughs> she's pregnant, she has fibromyalgia, she's out of work. And, oh, yeah, a while ago we asked for simple transmission fluid and a, and a, and a, and a gasket and a, a, a filter that we, we didn't provide. We could have provided the labor. But, it, you know, the whole story then leads me to, wow, I really need to do something with this. This is really something that, 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 that requires my attention. Of course, all of this has to do, in my opinion, with another fundamental of is God involved in this? And asking, when you get involved, you know, had we, in my opinion, back then prayed, Lord, what do I need to be focusing my attention on and seeing this need for the filter and, and all that, then wow, we would have nipped it in the bud and we would have achieved some Christian Car Guy 101 and not been faced with the problem that we have now. But that whole thing of nipping in the bud is, is a huge fundamental of the, of the Christian Car Guy show that... You know, we would save so much money, and who could forget if you ever saw it? And I know, I guess I date myself, but Fram Oil Filters used to have a wonderful old mechanic guy who would get on there and say, well, you can pay me now or you can pay me later. <laughs> and the point being is you can buy a, you know, $6 Fram oil filter and, and some oil, or you can buy an engine. You know, the oil in the filter is pretty inexpensive, but the engine's really expensive, and that's just a, a point of maintenance. But it's not just maintenance. It also has to do with that noise in your brakes that you're hearing the squeak, squeak, squeak. It can get real expensive real quick if you don't nip it in the bud. So we're going to be talking a little bit more about that. We have some other fundamentals. But most of all, I'd love your question, your comment. 866-348. I'm all by myself today. I need your call. 866-348-7884. Baby blues wide open. We got a situation on our hands. A real situation. 
Do you think I don't know a conspiracy when I see one? All right, I'll say it again. I don't like it. I'm going to show them we're on our toes out here. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. Nip it. You got to nip it in the bud <laughs> where you're listening to the Christian Car Guy Show with your host, Robbie Dillmore. And we're doing a little Christian Car Guy 101 fundamental stuff today. And most of all, we would love to hear your question, comment, something you're experiencing, your story. 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. We would love to have you join the program. And also, I should mention all this is it christiancarguy.com? And maybe as you are hearing the story of the Jesus Labor Love, you would like to donate to this new transmission that we need and, and the things that we're involved in there with the Jesus Labor Love. You can tell us exactly where you are, you want your money spent, any of our needs that you're familiar with. And by the way, we have no administration costs. Everything's volunteer. Every single penny that we take in goes out to the applicants. We, it's not a... <laughs> It's a nonprofit to the point that we don't have any administration costs. So we have Jane is in Winston-Salem. She has a brake issue she wants to talk about. Jane, you're on the Christian Car Guys show. Good morning. Hey, Robbie. Um, my question is, if you forget to release your parking brake and then try to go, of course, you can't go very fast or very far, but... Um, but does it wear out your regular brakes? Yes. Well, that that has a lot of answers to it. Number one, <laughs> are you, you're talking to a guy who probably does it two or three times a day because, as you know, may know my story, and speaking of the power of story, because somebody failed to put on their emergency brake one time and got out of their Jeep. Their Jeep rolled down the hill and crushed me between two cars. Mm-hmm. I always use my emergency brake whenever I get out of my car. So because I always use my emergency brake, um, <laughs> because I learned that lesson kind of the hard way, because I saw the look on that poor man's face when he was looking down at me when I was, you know, you know, really in a bad way, having been crushed between these two cars, he, you could see the guilt and that, you know, he felt horrible and you don't ever want that, that look on your face because you failed to put on your emergency brake, I'm sure. But because I do that all the time, you know, it's kind of a neat thing that when you back up with your brakes on, it adjusts your brakes. The way that, that the rear brakes in a lot of cars are, that that the old um, type of brakes, not the newer ones, disc brakes don't do it, but the older type of brakes adjust themselves when you back up with your brakes on. So the good news is Old Red has those kind of brakes, so every time I leave my emergency brake on and I begin to back up and adjust the brakes. So if I just do that for a sixteenth of a mile or something. No, it it doesn't put much wear and tear on your brakes. But if you leave your emergency brake on for, you know, any length of time, it it can heat up the brakes. It can it can warp the the uh, rotors or it can rope the, warp the, uh, uh, you know, other parts of the system because of the heat. And oh, okay. and so yeah, by all means. And there's a light that comes on that tells you that your brakes are on so that you don't do that. But it's not the end of the world if you do it just a little bit coming out of the driveway or something. But if you leave it on for a length of time, it does really cause a problem. Okay, could, could I ask one more part of that? Sure. Um, the, other, the other day I was backing up, and, um, and I guess a light flashed. But, but what caught my attention before that was that I heard a squeak. And um, in the past we've had issues with the power transmission fluid blah blah and after taking
years, and we got had to get the part replaced, and blah blah blah. But um, and and that's why I'm kind of when I hear squeaky noises, yeah, that that kind of got my radar up. So um, so I was backing out of my parking place, and um, I heard this, and I was also turning because I have it's it I have to turn quickly or else I'll back into the trash dumpster. Um and and I and I um You heard a squeak I realized yeah, I heard the squeak and I thought, Oh no, is the transmission going power steering fluid, whatever, going crazy again. And and then I realized, oh, your parking brake is not off. Yeah. So I so I then I turned the parking brake off brake off and I didn't hear the squeak anymore so yeah, that was the brake. Would that squeak be a brake issue? Yeah, probably, probably was. But just to be safe, I would check your tran- your um, transmission fluid. But also, it it could likely be that the uh, the power steering pump can squeak every once in a while like that, and it might be low. So, never a bad idea to check all your fluids. But certainly, when you've heard a squeak, to check the um, power steering fluid. But it probably was the brake. That's a different kind of squeak. But I understand. Jane, thank you so much for calling in. I bet you helped a lot of folks today. That's a great question. I hope so. <laughs> thank you. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye. See, we can all learn from these questions when they call in. And and then I just, I had a caller in Washington that I hung up when I meant to hang up on <laughs> Jane. And so the caller in Washington, please call back because I, I really wanted to help you as well. Um, but I pushed the wrong button and dropped the wrong call. And I often make mistakes. And so we would love it if you would call back at 866 or with your question or comment, 866-348-7884. You have some other advice for a caller that we previously had, by all means, 866-348-7884. Well, I had another fundamental um, that I wanted to talk about this morning, and that's on Christian stewardship. You know, we talk about not going into car debt and those kind of things, and, uh, over the last year, really, God has just been working on me, and, and you may have heard me talk a little bit more about this particular verse, but I wanted to talk about it again because it just seems like there's so much about stewardship right here. And it's, um, so Jesus answered and said here in Mark ten twenty nine, I say to you, there is no one who has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my sake and the sake of the gospel who shall not receive a hundredfold now in this time, houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecutions and in the age to come, eternal life. So it's fascinating to me that Jesus is talking about a hundredfold return on investment here. That if I leave something for his sake and for the sake of the gospel, I'm going to get back a hundred times more. And and. What I think he's talking about is an overall investment that we make in our heart is, are we investing in the kingdom of God with our time, talent, and treasure? Are we investing in worldly things? And so if we take that money that maybe we'd have put into something else and put it into, and and, and maybe that's something to do with your car, or maybe you're using the car for the kingdom. It's investing your time, talent, treasure, all that stuff for the kingdom. When you do, you get back a hundredfold. And here's the way I know that in this present age is what it says, and in the age to come, eternal life. But in this present age, you're going to get back 100 times your investment. That's a pretty good return. In fact, it's a phenomenal return. 
But think about it. I'll bet if you're like me and you've been walking with Jesus for a while, you may have over 100 brothers that you didn't have. You may have 100 sisters. In my case, I do a devotion at a retirement home. I assure you, I've been doing it for 17 years. I have over 100 mothers. I have more than that. And fathers, God has put all these men in my life to father me through so many different things, even in radio and, and, and through the years. Believe me, the return on investment, when I start thinking about the lands and the other things that God's given me in the use through the ministry, <laughs> the way that, that sometimes he gives me parts for people and he gives me ways to help ladies and, and people in crisis and whatever that I would never have dreamed of on the adventure if, if, God, if I hadn't invested that time and whatever in it, then God gives us back a hundred times that I'm talking about. And really, if you begin to just ponder on this verse, I think that the stewardship application of it is phenomenal. We do have Rebecca back in Port Orchard, Washington. I'm so sorry, Rebecca. I'm so glad you called back because I felt really bad that I got off. But thank you. (laughs) Oh, it's my pleasure. And I've learned a lot from you today. Thank you so much. Um, My question is rather basic. I have no tires that sit in the garage most of the year. They're not on the hubs. They're just, I have to have them replaced um, every season. And I have a, it's, uh, I bought it used. It's a 2006 um, Subaru Outback Turbo, which I don't really need, but um, cute little racy looking car. But the thing is, the tires are worn down to the nubbin almost, and I, I may have maybe less than a thousand miles left on them, I'm told. And um, I've got these snow tires sitting in the garage, and they're not setted. And um, so I'm wondering, just in view of you know, being a good steward. Is that something I could use in place of ah, the that's, uh, tires? That's a great question, but unfortunately I'm hearing this music that tells me we got to go to a break, and since it's such a great question, I want to spend a couple minutes answering it. Can you stay with us on the break? And I, I would love to answer your question because that's a great sure. question. A lot of people yes. don't know about snow tires, so we will get okay. to that when we come back and maybe even talk okay. about the Shrek dream. So we got a lot coming at you. Stay tuned <laughs> on the Christian Carga. When I cannot stand, I'll fall on you. Jesus, you're my hope and stay. Some Christian Car Guy 101, and I would say of all the Christian Car Guy 101 issues, fundamentals I could possibly share, um, the Jesus, <laughs> I need you every hour I need you is the number one fundamental um, that I would share, and we're going to get to that a little bit more in a minute. But we have Rebecca who called in from Port Orchard, Port Orchard, I'll get my mouth right in a second, Washington, and she had a question. She her, her regular tires are wearing out. She has a set of snow tires in the garage, and they're not studded, and would it be okay to use those uh, as a way to, you know, get through until next winter at least? And, and the, the neat thing about snow tires today that a lot of people may not be aware of, I wasn't aware of until um, a few years ago, was that they have a special rubber that they use that won't freeze in, when it gets um, cold. So the good news is, 
that when the temperature drops below 32 degrees, that rubber stays softer, so you get better traction, especially on ice and that kind of thing. The bad news is that in the summer, it gets really soft, and it will wear extremely quickly compared to other tires. So on the point of stewardship that you asked, Rebecca, um, I wonder if it wouldn't be a better investment to go on and buy the other tires and save your snow tires because my fear is that you're going to wear the snow tires right out and um, in, in much quicker than they would normally wear out, uh, you know, depending on how long you're going to keep the car. Um, but I would think that it would be um, a good idea to put, you know, summer tires on in the summer and winter in the winter. But I love the idea that you use snow tires because a lot of people do not realize, especially live up in your area, the advantage of having snow tires can literally save your life. So thank you for your question. We may have lost her there. That happens sometimes when people hang on for a while. But we thank you for your call. And if you have that last-minute question, by all means, we'll try to get you in, 866-348-7884. But uh, along the every hour I need you Jesus story <laughs> I mentioned, last week I told you about my struggle with cell phone use. Yes, I was coming clean. The Christian car guy himself will occasionally use his cell phone while he's driving, and even text. I, I have people in the studio that are looking in horror at me, but it's true. And we talked last week about how to break bad habits. And Bill Mixon pointed out to us that Ben Franklin taught that if you replace a bad habit with a good habit, because it's hard to stop something, but if you start something new, it's easier. Like my friend over here is eating healthy food rather than... <laughs> but anyway... So my, his idea and my idea was instead of texting and driving, and my new habit was going to be before I get in the car, I'm going to put my phone on airplane mode. That way I got no choice. The texts aren't coming in and nothing, you know, phone call or whatever. So I really worked hard this week to do that. But here's what I learned. That when I was in the car with my phone in airplane mode, there was a new freedom there that I just had not experienced I don't know, maybe since the cell phones were invented. <laughs> but I really was enjoying Jesus. Like, I don't have to worry about this. It's, it's me and you, Lord. And, and we're going to begin to just look at things and look around. And, and I was actually praying more while I was drying and spending time with Jesus saying, oh, look at that over there. I never noticed that before. And so one night this week, I took my wife to dinner and I and I said, look right there. See, I live in the beautiful city of Pofftown, North Carolina, which is spelled P-F-A-F-F-T-O-W-N. And I said, look, we have a new historical marker right there. Look at that. It talks all about how Pofftown was founded and all that. And she goes, Robbie, that's been there, I think, ever since we lived here. You've never seen it before. And I was like, no, really? And I mean, it's colorful, too. It's, it's not just, you know, green and white. I'm like, man, how could I miss that? I mean, it's unbelievable. But... Spending time with the Lord rather than on my cell phone and just focusing on my driving, I also will admit that I missed an accident that I know had I been anything but really focusing on what I was doing, a car came out that somebody had waved through between a school bus, and when it showed up, it showed up out of nowhere, and if I had not been right on the spot, that would have been a horrible accident for both the person that waved them through the school bus and me, but again... Here I was. I'm hanging out with Jesus. I'm focusing on my driving rather than on the cell phone. I'm enjoying it. And you're saying, Robbie, okay, well, come clean now. Were you absolutely, I only had one incident where I started to pick up my phone 
that's just this is the truth. I started to pick up to look at, at something because I didn't, and it, it tweeted off that I had something, and I put it down. I said, no, I'm not going to do it. So we're one week in. We started our new habit airplane mode. We'll keep you up to date as we go on. we got Angela's in Burlington, North Carolina. She's got a cell phone story for us. Angela, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, well, actually, this is a news thing I heard on TV that even if you use a hands-free uh, device that the uh, auditory center of your brain can be still be distracted. Oh, and that can, that can lead to visual distraction. So I guess the moral of this study is no multitasking while you're driving. <laughs> uh, I mean, really. I agree with well, you, like, Angela. I, I like completely agree with you. Like you just said about the person coming out from behind the school bus. I mean, if you hadn't been thinking, oh, my, it could have led to some most yeah, distressful it is. things. It is. So, so thank you. I'm thankful for this show. See, I... You know, God is teaching me all the time, and I'm so excited. And I thank you for calling in, Angela, today. And that's great information. Even if you got Bluetooth, you you leave your teeth at yeah. home. All right. <laughs> thank you. Oh, Goodbye. that was a good one. <laughs> well, so what are our fundamentals again today? Maybe you missed out on some of the show, but we've been doing some Christian Car Guy 101 fundamentals. And if you... Listen to me regularly, you're going, well, wow, Robbie, in your introduction, you always have this nip it in the bud with Aunt Barney Fife, and that's one of those fundamentals. Something's starting to go wrong in your prayer life. Something's going, starting to go wrong in your car. Something's starting to go wrong anywhere. Nip it in the bud because things get worse. You can pay me now or you can pay me later. It's that way spiritually. Is that way on your car, I can assure you. The other thing is Mark 10, 29, man. If you just spend some time in that verse, and begin to think about how many mothers has God given me? How many fathers has God given me? How many brothers, how many sisters? Begin to really think through what he's promising there, a hundredfold return on investment. And think, what if I gave up this and started to invest this amount of time that I've been doing this, watching TV or something, and I begin to invest that in the kingdom? We're talking about a hundredfold return on investment and it says in this present age it's not like you got to wait forever to get it just mark 10 29 has some precious promises in it and that's another one of the christian car guy fundamentals but then again the first one i started out with i want to end with the power of story whether you're negotiating for something or you're talking to your wife about why something's going on in your life or you're talking to god or you're reflecting on what's going on. The story is the way that God, our lives play out. And the Bible itself is his story. But if you want, to, the only way that anybody on this earth can make any sense of what all this craziness that's going on is by putting it in the larger story, by what the Bible is telling us is going on, how Jesus is coming to rescue us, what's coming in Revelation, put it all in perspective with the larger story understand the power of story and there you understand why your testimony is so powerful when you tell somebody your story of how god came for you that's the thing that you uniquely bring to the kingdom and if there's one thing that you can invest a 
believe me, in the kingdom. It's sharing your story of how Jesus changed your life today with one person. Invest it one time. It's going to come back a hundred times. That's the deal. A hundredfold. One time, it's going to come back a hundred. Mark 10, 29. Thank you for listening to the Christian Car Guys show today. Remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 30 years. And how about driving on airplane mode? You can join the Robbie team. 